Okay, so we're starting at the Mishnah at the bottom of the page on Memches Amid Beis. Let's get right to it. Shtei Nashim. You have two uh, women. Neither of them had given birth before. Now these two wives are of the same husband. So the man has two wives, both about to have their first child. And and now they both give birth to a male child. Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov. And okay. And uh, basically, um, how much does the dad have to pay? No, he's going to have to pay 10 slime, the coin, to the coin. That makes a lot of sense because he knows that he owes the money for both of them. Yeah? You said the man had two wives? Correct. Well, where did the law, where did the, is it Halakai that, that, uh, that a man is supposed to have one wife today, or can he have more than one wife? Okay, so that's an excellent question. The, basically, it was much, much later on in history that a person was became forbidden to have two wives. It's called the Cherem Durabeno Gershom, which was who was an early, uh, er, like, in the year like one thousand, the Common Era, around roughly, maybe a little earlier than that, where he instituted his. Uh, law that it should be not allowed. Okay, and so um, and it, no, it was his. It was a Jewish law, but it was the Jewish rabbinic law, and that was uh, based on uh, he had his reasons why he felt it should not be allowed anymore. But it wasn't from the Torah. He, you know, the rabbis are allowed to make fences around the Torah, and that was what he uh, instituted. Yes, exactly, correct. It's not, that's not exactly the same. That's not what we're saying. It does not line up with Torah. The rabbis have rights to do those types of things. It's not superseding. It's like a fence around the Torah. That's the job of rabbis to protect them. It's Protect like the Constitution, and then you have other ordinances come afterwards. Right. It's not in the writings. Wrong. That's not true. It is in the. It, it, you're, you're wrong because it is written down in the Torah. Well, listen, careful. No, listen. It's written in the Torah that the rabbis have an obligation and responsibility to make fences around the Torah. So the Torah maybe would allow... So a good example of this is Moksa. Like on Shabbos, you're not allowed to... From the Torah, there is nothing wrong with picking up a pencil and moving it. The rabbi said, if you're going to pick up that pencil, you may come to write, which is the Torah law. Therefore, we forbid you to pick up the pencil. Do you understand that? The Torah allows it, but the rabbi said it's not allowed. And that's what their job is. It's a safeguard. Do not add to that word. Do not Correct. And that's exactly right. But the Torah also says... You have to listen to the The Torah also says that the rabbis are not adding it on as part of the Torah. They're adding it on as a safeguard to keep the Torah. And that's what the Torah also says, that that's their responsibility. And that's why it says, don't turn away from their word to the right or to the left. Because what they're telling you is to safeguard the Torah. Do you understand? Okay. Okay. So, that's the story. Anyway, um, two boys, two, ten slam to the coin. What if one of the boys dies within 30 days? So then, um, 
if he gave it to the same, so let's read inside. What if they, uh, one of the sons died within 30 days? If he gave it to both of them, to the, both, ten, the old ten slum to the same coin, so then, then that coin definitely has to give back the five slime, because after all, he has five extra that he, because he paid early. And if it was the two kohanim that it was given, because each one will say, well, I was the one who redeemed the, the, the living one, and the dead one was the other coin. And each one will, each, each coin would say that, and therefore neither of them are obliged to give it back. Okay. The bird, no, they're two wives. Two wives. Two wives. One man. Two wives from the same husband. He paid it, but instead of honoring one coin with both of them, he gave one to one coin and one to the other one. Now one of the sons died within 30 days. There was no obligation. You prepaid without an obligation. So if it's all one coin, you can get your money back. But if there's two coin, each coin can say, I was the one who redeemed the living one, not the dead one. And therefore, you would have no proof. And therefore, you can't get your money back. You understand? So if the child dies, you're entitled yeah. to the redeeming back. If it's within 30 days, ah. because the obligation kicks in after 30 days, okay? So the 10th slum was written that the pay for the child before there was an obligation. And the reason it goes You prepaid it. No, you prepaid. We'll get to it. You prepaid. It'll take effect when the 30 days comes in. That's what you had in mind. We'll see more about that. The 10th slum was because you weren't sure which one was the one first, right? No, they're both, matter. they're both the matter. They're both the They're both the court. At the record for the close by the wife. We'll clarify the whole thing about within 30 days okay. paying. Yeah. Person. What? You're gonna we're gonna get to the clarification of when that obligation hits. You can pay it before it's due. We're right, but uh, we'll see. That's today's daf. Okay, give it a chance. Okay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's a scenario you you aren't able to. You're not going to be able to. Okay. Um, anyway, so the bottom line is, there is his two wives are giving birth at the same time. One gave birth to a boy, the other one gave birth to a girl. It doesn't matter which one. Or there's two boys and a girl. So no saying um, maximum um, that we that we can force him to pay is five slum because for sure at least one bechor, one of the, there is at least one bechor, maybe more, but there's definitely at least one. And therefore, you give five slum for the one bechor. So, um, uh, if there's two females and one male, or two males and two females, so they each gave birth to a set of twins, we have no idea um, who gave birth to what. It's a, it was very dark in there and whatever. There's, there's four babies, two wives, two boys and two girls, and we don't know the order of anything. So the halacha is, is that ain't kan lekoin klum. The coin doesn't get anything because we cannot know for certain that any firstborn boy was born. There's no redeeming whatsoever. Exactly. Of course there's inheritance. What? Okay. Okay. What is your problem? No, no double portion. Exactly true. There's inheritance, but no double portion. They're, 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 the boys are mixed up. They want you who's first. Yeah. 
Okay, that's why you have ten slides. It's not each wife is obligated. Only the first. No, 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 no. That's true. They mixed up. Even though I don't know that this is this wife could be the first before. That's why you have ten slides. No, 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 no. Even you, I'm obligated. If I have five wives, I get married again. She has another son. And they're, both, and they're both yes. the record? Yes. Sure yeah, that's 100%. That's okay. not a question. Okay. <laughs> yes. Now we learn some every day. Right. No, no, that's 100%. The reason why we say the machla is for the other cases where uh, we start from the easy one, where it doesn't matter, that we have no idea which one goes to which. And then when, when it does matter, when there's some girls in the mix, then it does matter, and that's where things start getting, getting messy. Okay. Achas bichrov, achas lo bichrov. One already had, uh, had, had, gave birth already once before. This is not a first, first time. Well, I'm middle of the mission. You following? Achas lo bichrov, yoldoshin zechem, and they give birth to two males. So, uh, I know that one of them is, I don't know who the male is, but I do, from, that's the bichor, but I do know that one is a bichor. And bottom line is, I'm going to have to pay five slum for the coin. Meisachoman, if one of the two boys died, Within 30 days, the father doesn't have to pay. What if the father dies? And the kids are alive. So what happens now? Now we know that one of these two kids is a Bukhar. One of them is not a Bukhar. We don't know which one's which. So what's Allah? Rameir Omer. If before they divided up the assets... The father, it was given, so then it's given, it's given. You're not getting any money back, the five slum were given. But if not, they don't have to give, because each one can say, don't look to me, I am not the Bechor, my brother is. And, each, and, they, and therefore, there's no proof. Doesn't matter, the assets are obligated, because, was, uh, because just because the daddy died doesn't change anything. The fact of the matter is, the money, five slum, is definitely owed for whoever is the Bechor. Now, Zachar gave it, but if it's a boy and a girl, then in the coin gets nothing because maybe the, the one that never had a first, that never gave birth yet, gave birth to the girl. We don't know which one gave birth to the girl. What about when there's two separate husbands and two wives for the two separate husbands? Neither of them gave birth yet before, and they're both in the, in, in the cave. And they're giving birth in a place where we don't know which one's which. If you hold the base karma and there's two males born, each dad is going to have zenos and chamish lam lukom. Zenos and chamish lam Everyone's going to have to give five slum to the coin. Meis echo mehem bezoshoshim. If one of the boys died within 30 days, so im lukoin echonos nu. If it was given to one coin, the ten slime beforehand, yaxer lahem chamish slam. He's going to have to give back to these guys five slum. We'll see why. Why can't he say, I hope makes you think that it's your kid that, that, that died. Maybe it was the other guy's kid that died. Okay? I'm not giving it. Anyway, we'll see why that doesn't work. Right? If it was done to two Kohanim, then I'm not going to help. You can't take it away. Now, what if it's male and female? So, because each father can say that, I, that the, first, the boy is not mine. The girl's mine. And therefore, I don't have to pay. Now, Vaben... Chayev liftos his asthma, but that son, he's definitely a bukhar, even though he doesn't know whose dad is, but, when he, but he's the firstborn first son. Born. So therefore, when he becomes an adult and he's able to pay, he'll have to pay his, first, his five slime. They're just the daddy doesn't have to pay because he doesn't know whose dad is, so that's the problem. 
Now, Shtenu Kibbutz of Zomber, what if there's two females and one male? Oh, Shtenu Kibbutz of Shtenu Zomber, with two females and two males from two wives, uh, from two husbands. So, Ekan Lekon Klum, the coin doesn't get anything because we don't even know that there's any Bechor here. Now, Achaz Bechro, Vachshu, Bechro, one gave birth before one never did. So, Shoshten Hashem of two men, two husbands, Yodosh Nezcharm, and there's two males that are born. Zeshlo, Bechro, Ishto. He knows who his wife is, right? His wife never gave birth before. So he's going to have to give Chamesh Shlom. Even though I can't point to my son, that's irrelevant. I know that I, one of these two is my son, and I know that he's a firstborn, and I know that I'm obligated, so therefore he's going to have to pay the five sum to the coin. Zachar Nekeva and Kalakalakon. But if it's male and female, so there's no proof anymore, and therefore there's no debt. Okay. Huh? There's yeah. a requirement that it has to be within multiple. No, after, after 30 days. It's supposed to be after 30 days. We'll get to that. Now, we'll see exactly how it works. Now, when there's two kohanim, each, each kohen will say, I'm sorry, sir, but I'm not, I'm, I got the money from the, uh, well, the living son, not from the dead son. And they're both pushing it off and they're not paying. So, kohen echad nami lezel gabehai velidchaye when there's two husbands, two fathers that are coming and saying, hey, you know, give us back the money, why can't he go to each uh, husband, and each father and say, you, uh, I'm not giving you back the money because yours is the living son. And I'm not giving you back the money because yours is the living son. Why doesn't he get away with not having to pay when there's two fathers? Answer is, Shmuel, we're talking about over here, Baba Be'arashah. <coughs> where the, 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 the fathers got together. The fathers got in cahoots. Basically, they <laughs> went together and they wrote a writ of collection, a, writ, a right to, you know, to collect my debt to the other one. And then, bottom line is, either way, either you're the one, I'm the one who you owed me the money, owed the money to. And if not me, then it's this guy and he gave me a paper that says I can collect his debt. So the bottom line is, give me the money. And then the coin is stuck to have to pay that. What do they do with the one son? Who's the father of the one They'll son? They'll share it. What? They'll share whatever they do. Son. Oh, what do they do with it? Who's the They'll father? jointly raise it. That's not worry about that. Whatever. That's not worry about that. That's a question to me. At this point. That's irrelevant. That's entirely besides the point. The money is spent on raising a kid. That's more important than five slides. The most important thing. Pay for tuition or two. No, the most important thing got out of the coin. That's all. I don't want to interrupt more, but it bothers me. That sounds like a cheap way to fight for money. The two coins are fighting for money. Who? Money is a monetary obligation. It's a legal issue. No, but the point is you have no right to money when you have no proof. That's the halakha. That's it. And if there's no proof, you don't entitle, you're not entitled to it. It's not a fight. Maybe that's a count. And that's the point. No, they're not. No, you. I don't. Which case are you talking about? No, I'm talking about. It's a. No, no. No, no. The case of the two con was this. Okay. I had two sons. I paid, and it was I prepaid before day thirty for the two for for to each to two 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 different cons. Two wives, two sons, two uh, ten slum that I paid. Okay, so I give one to one and one to the other. Two different kohanim. And then one of the sons, Nebuch, dies. So what's the halacha? You have the right of money. So who? Who? who returns Which coin? <laughs> which coin? I don't know which one. Which coin gives back the money? Okay, okay. There's no proof. Yeah. I can't collect my money back because there's no proof. 
Unless you dedicated yeah. which son. That's exactly. Well, I don't know. All the sons got mixed up. So that's part of the problem. I, I, I'm completely confused. So I'm saying one son I give to one, one son to the other. I didn't have it. Right, the sons are mixed up. That's the situation. So that's the, the law is there's a burden of proof. They're not fighting. They're saying, I'm happy to give you whatever the rabbi says. The rabbi says, there's not enough proof here that he has to give you back the money. So he doesn't. And that's the law. Okay. So the question is, doesn't Narada say that you don't write writs of, of collection or a right to, uh, 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 um, on portable objects? Because if, the, if it's denied, then basically um, it looks like a false document. So the verse says, that's only if it's denied. Because over here, the man, the coin is clearly saying, I know that I got the money. I'm not denying it. I'm admitting it in front of everybody that I got the five slime. I just don't know that it's for this kid. Maybe it's for the other kid. So in that circumstance where he's not denying it, so then we, they do have a right to write it, even though, it's, even though it was only cash. It was only a cash exchange and not land. Okay. If it's male and female, the coin gets nothing. Okay, so a ton of Rav Huna, Rav Huna learns, the coin gets nothing. Now, the ton of Didan, so what about our ton of So here's the question. We have two males and a female. Okay, the coin gets nothing. Why is that? Okay, this is a case where there's two wives from two husbands. Each husband can say, my wife gave birth to the female. There's one female that gave birth to the female first, and therefore I don't know it. And the other guy can say, my wife is the one who gave birth to the female first, and therefore so I don't know, know it. Know who, po- who produced the twins? What? There's no. We, right. We don't know who. We don't who, know who. We what. don't know. We don't know. There's three kids, two uh, two pregnant two wives. wives, and we two don't wives. know whose goes to which or nothing, and we don't That's know which one was born first. Yeah. So I can argue that the mine was the one that was the female. Oh, right. I was, the bottom line is, each, that's why that's right. there's also nothing goes to the coin. The, the, confu- the confusion means that I don't know if my wife was the one who gave to a bird. To the boy. First, that's what the question is. I don't know that. And each husband can argue that. Why didn't we put that in the Mishnah? Why, you know, uh, that's the question. So given the, the reason is, the Tanuditan, given the Mishnah, Nashim, who the Mishkachasla. If there's one husband, then this won't make a difference. Because when there's two boys and a girl and one husband, he's definitely going to have to pay one five slime regardless. One of them. It's irrelevant that who, who is, which woman it is, he owes the money. So he's going to have to pay. So therefore, we didn't list it. Yes? Don't that child, when the child comes out, don't add on it. This is a, this was all these cases were an extenuating circumstance. There was a situation where they're all they were in a cave that it was completely confused. You're right. It, nowadays, nowadays they try to keep something from this. This whole case was a very unusual scenario. Absolutely. Okay. And it doesn't mean it ever happens. Once are pregnant, once already pregnant, so so. Okay, Viter. What if the son dies within 30 days? Even if he prepaid to the coin, the coin would have to give it back. What if it was after 30 days that the, that the child died? Even if he never paid yet, 
Yitin, he must pay because the obligation kicks in at you know, after thirty days, and therefore he owes okay, the just money. Because he died Whether he just because he died a day later doesn't make a difference. You yeah. owe the debt is still owed. Okay, doesn't matter. Now, Mace Biyom Shloshim. What if day thirty was the day that the baby died? So what's the halacha? Does he owe the money or doesn't he owe the money? Okay. But so day thirty within. We know about 30 days. The question is, within 30 days is one way. After 30 days is the other way. What about 30 days? That's the question. So, Shloshim Yom. So, Mez Biyom Shloshim Ki Yom Shalafanam. That's like within 30 days. Meaning, the only time there is an obligation is past 30 days. Okay? Rabbi Kibomer, actually, it's a doubt. And therefore, Im Nasan, if you already paid it, Lo Yitil, you don't get it back. And if you didn't pay it, you don't have to pay it. So it's because it's iffy. Okay. Now, what's the reason of the Rabbanon? That they say it's only after 30 days. And they're sure that it's after 30 days. It's not a doubt. The answer is, We learn it from what it says in the desert. It says, this week's Parsha, beyond, and after 30 days. So that's how we know that it means beyond. Verb Kiva, why is Verb Kiva in doubt? Misafkali is in doubt. Why? Me, the Yitzchak Vamaila, the fact that it had to write Vamaila Kabi Erechin. In Erechin, when it talked about a baby that's 30 days, it also said 30 days and older. Why did it have to say that? 30 days here says 30, means 30 days and older, and then we should apply that to always. Whenever it says 30 days, it means 30 days and older. Why by Erechin did it have to write it again? Why didn't it learn it from the halacha that we have in this week's parish of Bamidbar? That makes it two verses that are coming as one. And the rule is, whenever you have two verses coming as one, it's limited to those two cases. Only over here does 30 days mean 30 days plus. And uh, therefore, we don't know that that's the halacha when it comes to a pigeon or pen, a regular pigeon or pen. Or maybe, when is it that you can't learn it to other halachos? If there was some random halacha that has a requirement of 30 days, I wouldn't know. But, but here we're talking about a pidjon aben, just it was the bechor, it was the bechorim in, in, the, in the desert, and the question is, do, that's the same law, basically, of firstborns in general, even though it doesn't say it by firstborn. So maybe, we, it's the, since it's the same law, so therefore we could learn it to the same law, since it's a doubt, it's a doubt, and therefore if you paid it, then it's paid. If you didn't pay it, then you don't have to pay. Okay. Now, when it comes to mourning, um, because we only mourn for a child who lived after 30 days, the 30th day is like the day before, like day 29, meaning you don't have to mourn. One of the very big principles in laws of mourning is we follow the lenient opinion. So the lenient opinion is to not mourn um, uh, on the 30th day, and that's why that's the law. Okay, brings us to the next Mishnah. But we still mourn the 30th day on the first on the Shachat, that's it. We don't finish the day. No, 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 no. We're talking about what... Morning. We're talking about mourning. No, 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 no. What, what, what Shmuel is talking about, the child, uh, you don't mourn for a child who died within 30 days. Okay. Or within 30 days. Right. So what no, about if you... At all? 
no mourning. There's no mourning for a child that died. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah, it's so it's like, right. It's almost right. So it's like a nafel. Not really a nafel, but it's, I know. So yes. within thirty. So that's the law that we're talking about. What if the child dies on day thirty? Yeah. So then, we go. Then we don't have to have. Uh, we don't sit shiva. That's the law. Okay. What if the dad dies within 30 days? Then, and we don't know if that we don't know that he paid to the coin or not. The assumption is that he didn't pay because, you know, typically when do you pay your debts? On the due date or after the due date, but you don't pay before. So, and what you yeah. don't trust the coin to say if you got paid. For some reason, the coin is a wall. He's not saying anything. He's See, saying, I don't I remember. Nothing. I somehow forgot. Whatever. We're not. Whatever. Obviously, we're talking about where we don't know. Okay. okay. So the point being is, all things being equal, the day, it was before. It was day twenty-five, and the dad dies. We don't assume that it's been paid because it's not due yet till day thirty, till after day thirty, right? Unless we have some sort of receipt, a proof. Obviously, if the coin says it's been paid, then there's nothing to worry about. Okay. If it's post thirty days, it's day thirty-five when the dad dies. So then, we assume that he took care of it on the right day. And therefore, until we have some sort of proof that says, no, we know for a fact that daddy did not take care of this debt. After all, he was five days from death. He was very ill. Or who knows what, if you know that he oh, did. No, he found a coin. Surely he found a coin. So that's what I'm saying. He was busy then, right. So the point being is, is that if you don't know the... Again, after 30th day, the assumption is it's been paid. Before 30th day, the assumption is it's not been paid. Okay. Who lift those? Very interesting. Allah, who lift those with no lift those? What if the dad turns out that was a Bechor? He never been redeemed. And his son is a Bechor. Okay? And so who, where's the priority? To redeem himself or to redeem his son? Who called him Livno? You take care of yourself first, you know, and therefore you redeem yourself before you redeem your son. Obviously, if there's sufficient funds for everybody, what's the question is no question. We're talking about where there's limited funds. You take care of number one, which is yourself, not your son. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yudomer actually... What kind of chiv is it to be yourself? Uh, it is a chiv. We'll get to it. Oh, okay, we'll get to it. Discussion. Rabbi Yudomer... We'll explain. Rabbi Yudomer binokodmo. If you have never been redeemed, it becomes your obligation to redeem yourself. That's Allah. Anyway, no, the son comes first. And because the, his own mitzvah was really his dad's mitzvah. And mitzvah's beno, a love, and his son's mitzvah is his mitzvah. Exactly. So it goes, the obligation is really for the father, and therefore, um, and therefore I, can, I pay my son's debt before I pay my own. We'll see what's going on over here. Yes? If I didn't redeem within the 30 days. Within? Within. You're not supposed to. You're not obligated. The obligation to redeem is after 30 days. The not clock, the key, the clock starts after No prepaid. Ah, the clock starts after 30 days. Right? That's and when the obligation kicks in. And I can redeem. do it at any moment. Right, exactly. Even a year later? Yes, but the, obviously the earlier the better. You're supposed to do it from day 30 on. From after day 30. Yeah, we'll that, see. That okay. Make celebration. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, Itmar, a very important <laughs> machlokas. The guy, we talked about this scenario a few times. Okay. You pay, you prepay. You did it before day 30. Rav Amar, it works. Even though it's within 30 days, it works. 
It doesn't work. Now, what does that mean it doesn't work? Everybody says, everybody agrees, both Rav and Shmuel are in agreement. If the guy says when he gives the money, I want this to take effect now, that's not going to work because you cannot redeem yet till day 30. If the guy says, I'm giving you the money now to take effect after day 30, this now the most, and the money is still in the hand of the coin at that juncture, then for sure, even Shmuel would agree that surely does work. What is the dispute? After day 30, and said explicitly, I want, and he went to the movies with the five column, right? So, so now he's not asking him to return it, but is the fact that it's been paid early to be effective later, but it's been spent already. Does that no matter? Do you need the money in hand in order to, 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 to take effect? Uh-huh. That's the question. Rava Mar, Binopodiyuti is good. Why? Because it's no different than marriage. Okay? What's the Kiddushin? Right? Even though the money's been used, Hava Kiddushin is a good Kiddushin. Meaning, a man goes up to a lady and he says, I want to marry you with this, with this ring, or whatever. It wasn't a ring. It was, it was a whatever. It was a ring, let's say, right? With this ring. I married me with this ring. And he's, and, 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 but I want it to take effect 30 days from now. I don't want to be married today. I want it to be 30 days from now. And she agrees to that. And then she subsequently goes to the pawn shop, change, you know, trades it in, gets money, and then she spends it, okay? All on the first day that I gave the ring. Which is two rings. Not a tzuva, it's the kiddushin. So the halacha is, is that's a fine kiddushin. The bottom line is, you don't need the money to still be there when the effective date of the marriage is. The effective date will be then, even though the money's been used up and spent and long gone. It doesn't matter. So just like kiddushin, it works that way. So therefore, achanami, so to here, lo makes no difference. Same work, works the same way. Shmuel Amr, Shmuel says, Shmuel Amr, no, 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 it's a very big difference. Over there, I had an ability to marry her from now. I just said I want it pulled later. So, since it could have been effective today, you could be spent from today. However, um, the redemption can't take place today. It can only take place after 30 days. Even though normally... In all areas of halacha, the law will follow Rav in areas of Isr Ve'eter and follow Shmuel only in monetary law. And this really falls into the category of Isr Ve'eter. Nevertheless, and in fact, the money that's been spent by the Kohen, uh, if you prepaid, is, ruins the redemption. It's not a good redemption. Okay, so that's the story. So, so don't prepay. So when it's been done, say don't prepay. If you prepay, you make sure that the coin doesn't spend. Don't, do, don't, do the, uh, don't, use them, don't, don't prepay money for the Kedushin. For no, that we said is, he Kedushin said does work. Okay. Kedushin don't, does work. Yes. Like, so that's why people don't do, don't do Yerushin because you might have there's no problem you marry when you give it normally we, nobody does it they say they want to marry, give the money now and be married later if they want to give their kiddush now they're happy to be married now 
But it doesn't matter. The point is, is that if she spends the money, it doesn't matter. But that's, even Shmuel agrees to that. Anyway. So, the, now, Tanan we learned in the Mishnah, Mesut B'Sorok Lamed Yom, the dad dies within 30 days. Even though he paid to the coin, he has to give back the five slime. What do you see? Time in the mace. It's only because he died. Hello, mace. If the father did not die, the son would have been is redeemed. So you see, redemption can happen within 30 days. So that's because the money's still there. That's why it's effective. Tashma coming here, another proof. Right? We assume it has not been redeemed until uh, we know that it has been, until right, we have proof that it's been redeemed. Hasam Nami, so the Gemara says the same thing. Hasam Nami, there's now the most, the money's there. Tani Tana Kameda Rav Yehuda. So, uh, so the, the Tana learned before Rav Yehuda, this is Rav Yehuda the Amora. If he redeems his son within 30 days, it's redeemed. Shmuel says it doesn't work within 30 days. And you tell me it is? In this area, the Allah follows Shmuel, outside the norm, the norm, but that's the bottom line, and therefore no, the redemption cannot be effective within 30 days. Okay. Next. Who liftos of no liftos? He has to redeem himself and his son. Okay? Who called him of no? The priority is, is, him, is himself. And we saw a review of the argues. Now, Tanar Abanan, who liftos of no liftos? Who called him of no? Rabbi Yudah Omer, Beno Kodmo, Shemitzvah, Swal, Avivu Mitzvah, Beno Olav. His mitzvah was really his father's obligation, and his son's obligation is really his obligation. So, Amr Rabbi Yermiah, Kolmotim, everybody agrees. Hechadelekha Elochamishlaim. If there is only five slum, period, the minimum amount, that's all the cash that he has altogether. He has no other assets. Who called him Livno? Then he redeems himself before his son. Why? Even, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree to the Tanakhama. My taima, the mitzvah didei adif. You have an obligation on your body that takes priority. Everybody would agree to that. Kipligi, where that's is why we say the mother? Not, that's not the same thing. Chayecha kodmin means that if you have, uh, what it would mean is if you have, let's say, it's really, it's not, maybe it's a similar principle. Let's say you're in a desert and there's only one jug of water and there's not enough to you, you save yourself first. That's the, that's, the, that's the principle that seems to be it's over here. Now, hecha the ika chamesh mishu. So where's keep leaving, where's their dispute in this case? I have five I have only five slime in hand, that's all the money I have. But I did have five uh, a property worth five slime that I sold to somebody else. Okay? Now, Rebuda says, Milvak He says that when it's written in the Torah, it's like a documented debt where he can collect from leaned property. Okay? It's like a lien. Okay? And since it's like a lien, it has a right to collect to the buyer who bought my land. Okay? And therefore, Vididei azil vitarif mimishavdi. Okay? And basically, he, his money would be able to, it's not like I'm not going to be able to be redeemed myself if I redeem my son with, my, with the money. Because if I redeem my son with the money, then the Kohen can go to the guy who I sold the field to and say, excuse me, but the guy who sold you the field has a debt to me. And it's a documented debt. And he pulls out a Torah and says, see, 
says firstborn sons have to be redeemed, and he's a firstborn. So it's a documented debt. Therefore, I have a lien on this property, and I want to get the five slum out of the property, and he would be able to collect that. So this, the point is, when the father redeems his son with the cash, it's not coming at a cost of his own redemption, because his redemption was a prior, lo- prior debt before the purchase, because it was when he was 30 days old, which was before he sold the land. Okay, so with the free, the free and clear five slum that I have at cash in hand, I am allowed to redeem my son, and therefore, with the money that's that's in the, but with, therefore, I'm both me and my son will end up being redeemed. Okay, for Abban and the rabbis say no. Just because it's written in the Torah, that's not a documented debt, and therefore the Kohen cannot go to the buyer of the land and say, "Excuse me." But I have, a le- I have a proof from the Torah that you owe me money. <laughs> That's not a document. And therefore, you can't collect it to the buyer. If you can't collect it to the buyer, so then the bottom line is, if I pay for my son, I'm not going to make, I'm, I'm going to end up not being redeemed. The priority has to go to me. All right? And that's the story. And we'll stop over here. So if you, have, if, 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 